Livermore Live Music presents Spotlight. Shining a light on Livermore's incredible music scene. Here are your hosts, Rob Allen and Kevin Snyder. Welcome, everybody. This is Spotlight by Livermore Live Music. We're here at Advanced Creative in Livermore, California, and today the spotlight is on Blacksmith Square and our special guest, Stephanie Fish from Swirl on the Square. Great. Good morning. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks. Um, before we start, we always have a couple of things we, we like to get off the table. So first of all, uh, a little uh, uh, refreshment for you. I know you and uh, Rocco, uh, the owner of, uh, that's right, the mm-hmm. owner at uh, Swirl, you do a weekly Wine of the Week segment. We do. Yeah. We so do. Very I don't, rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether you've had this particular wine on before, but this is a Mitchell Katz Cabernet. Great. And uh, we picked it out, so I hope you enjoy that. Cheers. Cheers. The other important thing is to talk a little bit about uh, flat earth. There seems to be a lot of, of talk these days uh, and a resurgence in the flat earth I'm movement. I'm a flat earther. Are, Are you? really yeah. a flat earther? Okay. But I'm here to tell you that I am certain that there is no flat earth because if there was by now, cats would have pushed everything's off Everything, the edge. Everything, right? right. <laughs> Oh, that makes so much sense. Doesn't yes. it? I'm going back to the globe theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nicholas Copernicus. <laughs> so today we're going to uh, talk about a bunch of things. Uh, Stephanie, we want to, of course, talk to you a little bit about your background, uh, where you came from and how you got to Swirl and and how uh, that uh, meshes with Blacksmith Square. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about Blacksmith Square itself and a little bit of its history, um, but we, we want to fairly quickly get to live music at Blacksmith and it also at Swirl and at Tap 25, which is another music venue there at uh, Blacksmith Square. And then um, talk a, a little bit to you about plans for the future. I know big things are happening downtown. And, Indeed. Yeah, big things are happening for Fingers you. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So we're going to talk to you about all those things. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started with you. So tell Great. us a little bit about yourself, where you came from, and um, eventually meandered to how you got to uh, to Swirl on the yes. Square. Yes, meandered is a really great way to put it. Awesome. Um, so my professional life. Um, I am a, a librarian, actually. I'm a librarian currently at Las Positas College. That's a part-time gig. I work as an adjunct faculty member there. Um, around about the time when I was ready to be, you know, think, oh, I'm going to go full-time and all that good stuff, the recession arrived and there were about, oh, you know, 200 or so applicants for every full-time oh, library my. position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I knew Rocco, and Rocco had been bugging me about wanting me to come This work. is a Rocco Maitino. Yes, yes Rocco Maitino, who right. owns Swirl on yes. the Square. You know, we'd been there, you know, many times as guests, uh-huh. and he was always bugging me about, you know, oh, you should come and work for me. And so I called him up and said, hey, I'm looking for a few more hours. I want to do something. And I think just the week prior, his manager had quit. And so it was kind of this perfect Perfect storm little perfect storm of you know synchronicity and um and this is around 2010 or so this was 2011 okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. so i've been the manager there since april 2011 wow okay and that's how i wound up you know your part-time gig becomes your full-time gig and your full-time gig is part which is very familiar to the musicians of the world i'm sure amen yeah (laughs) but also i mean it's it's familiar to both of us in our own lives you know our uh, we're not going to go into it, but there's these huge coincidences of how we ended right. up here that was not part of the plan when I was in high school. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Um, hey, I want to just uh, recount a little bit and please jump in because you probably know more about this than I do. But mm-hmm. for the people who are out there who don't know, so, you know, they know Blacksmith Square. You go right. to it, listen to music. Um, but recount a little bit of the history. Remember that back in the uh, 1990s and before, 
there was that brick building on Railroad Avenue and right. North L that was a garage. It was like a muffler shop or something like that. BMG yep. muffler, I know, yep. because yep. they put a new head um, uh, header on my uh, 1969 Ford pickup. There you, there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it, in, the, in the midst of the renovation downtown that was happening in the early 2000s, right. I think the decision was made and everybody agreed they were going to turn that into uh, they were looking for uh, venues for wine tasting. Right. Uh, the the whole idea, the concept initially behind the the rebirth of Blacksmith Square was to have satellite tasting rooms. Yeah. You know, like a downtown, which is you see in Lodi has a very active downtown Paso wine tasting. Robles, yeah. Paso has you know not as much downtown. Like Carmel has uh, a right. strip of wine tasting in the town that supports the wineries that are you know out in the Central Valley or Central Coast. Um, but uh, what happened was they they came in. There were a number of them that tried, and that realization that oh, you have to staff this. Oh, you have to be open these hours. Oh, you know it's it, you're paying rent on right. these buildings. Yeah, it's and a business. Yeah. I, it's a business, and you know it did kind of coincide a little bit with that recession. And so I think it was a tough time to try to do something like that, and eventually. You know, they just kind of made their way. I think the last one was John Christopher Sellers was. Right. And that's because he didn't have an estate to support, yeah. you know, his wine kind of thing. Um, I think it was. Let's see. So Rocco opened in July 2009 because we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Um, and it was about probably 2007, 2008 that um, Tom Dozy, who mm-hmm, owned right. John Christopher Sellers, was talking to Rocco about, hey, we really need some food down here and knew Rocco from Trio out at um, Stony Ridge. Right, right. And um, so that's kind of how Swirl got birthed was, you know, this need to provide some food while people are out there. There's this beautiful patio. Right. And then, you know, and we've had our little rotating world. We're, I think we're finally kind of settling in. But, yeah. of course, there'll be a lot so of new somewhere, stuff. So somewhere in there... Uh, Tap 25 opened up. Yes. They were they were not part of the original suite of, of no, people that were there. No, Tap 25 opened, I believe it was 2012 right. or 2013. Yeah, it was right. I mean, it was still early. In but my caught time on there. real quick. I mean, the idea right. that there craft should also beer, be a right. craft beers. Yeah. Correct me because I'm sure I'm wrong. But didn't it start out as a barbecue place? Didn't it he did. start as a... Yes, uh, Tim and Carrie. Tim owned the little yeah, green Yeah, I couldn't egg. remember their... Right. I couldn't remember their names. Right, Tim and Carrie. Um, they, Fisher, right? Uh, Brian. I'm sorry, Brian, Brian. absolutely. Yep. Yes, they right. owned Tap 25, and he had a barbecue shop, exactly. Right. So he was a competitive barbecuer. That was something he did yeah. like, right. on the side for fun. And so he was, you know, sold, especially the green egg. That was like the big yeah. product yeah, I remember and stuff. That. And yeah. so that was open for a while, and then... Um, I think, you know, they just they saw it coming. They you know they saw this big wave of, you know, the craft beer revolution and, you know, just hit it right at the Boy, they, right yeah, time. they hit it yeah. at exactly the right time. Exactly. It eventually yeah. expanded yep. into what had originally been a wine tasting room. Right. And, right. And made Tap 25 winners. By the way, um, anybody who's out there listening, if you go to the elivermore.com website, they have some great information on the history of Blacksmith Square, some pictures of the renovation, right. uh, before and after pictures. And interestingly, they have a table that shows who was there at the opening? What were the businesses that were there oh, when, okay. when, when oh. Blacksmith first opened? The only one that's still standing is Swirl on the Square. You okay. guys were, were there at the outset and you're still that's here cra- now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and, and then somewhere in there, live music started to become a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was part of the planning 
as the city and the businesses were building up? I don't know. I actually don't know because it was it was actually John Christopher Sellers. It was Tom and um, Craig Craig. was his manager. Right. And they kind of had this idea like, hey, we've got this beautiful patio. Why don't we get some live music out here and just kind of figured out how to, you know, share the cost and stuff amongst the businesses. And initially it was just this. I mean, it was Saturday afternoons and that was it. Right. It was the beginning, you know. Just yeah, and it was right. um, that was sort of uh, coincided with, I think, a general increase in the appetite for live music mm-hmm. around Livermore. More people wanted to go to wineries, to the breweries that were starting to open up and see live music. And Blacksmith was right there at the very beginning oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, today, Blacksmith is like, I mean, the hub or yeah. certainly one of certainly the one hubs of yeah. Uh, yeah. for live music. In, yes. In I, I used to joke, I mean, early, early on when I first started, because I took over the music booking for um, the square and then eventually started sharing it with Tap 25, I think the second year that I was manager at Swirl. Uh-huh. Um and I used to joke as people would start to, I said, everyone's lifting my musicians. Like, what's going on here? Like, you know, they they check them out and make sure they're good, you know, which right. is great, which is totally appropriate. Well, was it back in the earlier days, was it harder to find good bands to come and play? I mean, there's there's so many great bands in Livermore now. There are so many. Um, there's actually like more than we can certainly you know, give spots to, which is something that, you know, I try to explain. And we get, I mean, I would say Rocco tells me between him, people just coming in or calling and him getting emails, you know, we get contacted by three to four or five bands every week, yeah, every yeah, week looking yeah. to get, you know, well, it's a, a very spot. desirable venue. It is a desirable a, venue. Yeah. And, and to me, I mean, it, it seems like that would be a good problem to have. Right. right. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, ah, you know, because it's one of those things about booking music is, you know, you've got to you've got to work with the musicians that get the environment that know what we do and how we operate. Um, you want some diversity in music. You don't want the same. Right. I don't want this cover band that plays this list of songs to be just like, sure, you play a little bit differently, but you're covering the same songs. As you know? the band we had yesterday. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of the a little bit of a well, like one of the things that, game. You know, one of the things that I really, really admire about Blacksmith Square is the diversity of music that you have down there. Yeah, and that nice. you guys have. It's getting better. I don't know if you have a a philosophy or approach that you want to share with people about how you go about it. But I mean, you have bands, not just from Livermore, you've done a great job of, of offering right. a venue to Livermore bands, but you have bands from all over Northern California. You've had Sacramento bands, Santa Cruz, Santa that, Barbara. I will say that is the influence of tap 25. Ah. So when they said, Hey, you know, we want to get involved in booking music now too, you mm-hmm. know, cause we have a different idea about this and they're, thought is that, oh, if we bring in this great band from Sacramento, they're going to bring a following, which may or may not work. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, certainly like Diego's umbrella comes and yes, you have 500 people on the patio. (laughs) You know, it's like you get And they were awesome, by the way. They are amazing. You know, these cult followings, the up and down from Alameda, California, they're fantastic, have a huge cult following. Um, And so those kind of bands, yes, but some, you know, and it's hit and miss a little bit, you know, I mean, I, but I feel like, you know, our position as Swirl, and we totally agree about this between Tap 25 and us, is that we will always focus on local Mm -hmm. musicians. Like we really want to stay true to supporting the local music scene. Well, I love it that there's multiple influences that are, that are affecting who comes to play. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, there's a little bit of an analog to um, songwriting within a band and I think bands that have multiple songwriters write better songs. I think it's just more interesting than all, all it's all one person. I would say right. the same thing more generally applies to the 
to the music. Right. At, yeah. At you the, get all kinds of different stuff down there now, which is really. Yeah. Well, I love it. I, th- I just think that the range of music that you can hear down there is is fantastic. Yeah. And, and another thing we've talked to uh, uh, a couple of other venues about this, too, is um, people don't have to know who's playing there. I, I wish they would. I wish they would go to LivermoreLiveMusic.com right, and right. check and see who's playing. Go but see. They, yeah, <laughs> right. But they don't have to. They can just go down there on a Saturday afternoon yeah. or a Sunday afternoon. or, or yeah, And know that they're going to. There's got to be something. There's going to be somebody really good performing there. Right. And they're going to be entertained and well um, beveraged. Yeah, right. Yes. There's, there's yes. plenty of. <laughs> lots yeah. of great lots food of beverages. Drinks. Well, and that's another fantastic thing about the venue, right, is. There's several different things to choose from in terms of beverages, some alcoholic, some not. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want food, Swirl, I mean, we're not going to get into this too much, but Swirl right. actually has a, an excellent menu. Yes, we, we do. Yeah. We and do. Uh, sometimes you have somebody out there barbecuing on the side. We've done that in the past. We haven't done that in a while, uh, quite a while. But especially when, you know, Tim did have the barbecue shop, we would definitely yeah, kind of right. highlight that. And we did it a little bit, but um, yeah. We got away from that. And it's also a family-friendly and a dog-friendly mm-hmm. venue. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just fantastic. It's a real gem of Livermore. Yeah, we mm-hmm. love it. Fire away. It's time for Janet's Oh, okay. What is this? <laughs> so this is a segment we're going to try out here. Okay, great. Where uh, I kind of take a deep dive okay. into uh, more more specific questions, and a lot of them we already addressed. Okay. So hopefully, if I if I say it again, it's because my memory is short. Okay. <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah, you're all good. So um, if if you weren't doing this, mm-hmm. what would you rather be doing? Oh my gosh! Is, is there something or, or a different kind of business that you'd like to be involved in, or? Um, boy, you know, I'm, I'm arriving at the age where it's retirement is on the horizon. And so that, that is what I would, you know, is kind of where it's I'm heading. It's a beautiful yeah. horizon. We both exactly. highly recommend it. I, yes. I know. Yeah. I know. We're kind of in that like negotiating. When can the husband retire? How long am I going to stay? You know, and, and Rocco and right. I have certainly agreed that like we're, we're in this till the, the bitter end together, whatever that looks like. And who uh-huh. knows? I mean, yeah, lots of change going well, on downtown. nothing inside, I hope. No, 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 no. And certainly the business itself will carry on, you know, just under different ownership at some point in time, perhaps. Um, but I mean, if I were to do any kind of business, if I were to just and had all the money in the world, I would be opening a vegan restaurant here in Livermore. Oh, so ah. that is a, a missing piece. And I am a vegan and, you know, definitely we, we need it. So I'm hoping that with all the excitement coming downtown that that will that will happen. Yeah. Someone will do it. That's going to come back up. Yeah. In Kevin's Corner. Great. Um, the other thing. Um, have you learned what lessons have you learned over over the past 10 years of of hmm. working there with regard like, to like music to, especially or well, just it, what, in, in general just uh, have you learned have you done anything where you go oh well i'll do it different next time uh hmm. anything uh I, music oriented or right anything and it's okay to answer nothing right 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 i did it perfectly the i first know time. i know right of course yes everything's been <laughs> never had anything to learn Flawless, ever yeah um I think the biggest thing is about like managing the turnover in this industry, mm. you know, and oh, I learning. Imagine it's, it's, it's pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we had many, many years where we had a very stable crew for, you know, a long time. And that, and, you know, that was unheard of, you know, in this business. And I knew that. Um, so just learning how to roll with the punches and know that, like, okay, this is going to, you know, just 
how to how to attract the right people and keep them and mm-hmm. you know that's that's definitely been something that's a learning edge for me for sure okay okay yeah. um back to music mm-hmm. can you kind of describe without naming names mm. the worst uh experience you've had with bands there oh i won't name any names no 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 I, I i'm not asking that. you to yeah yeah because it's probably us. um <laughs> no we've had there's been some bands out on the patio that I think we're booked without hearing them for sure, Mm -hmm. you know, initially. And it's just not the right vibe for down there. Um, Yeah. You know, I I think I was at that gig. Yeah. There's been a few that are like rough, you know, and there's times when we're like, ooh, and sometimes I'm like, is it just because of the way it sounds coming inside to swirl or is it? Is it that bad out on the patio? <laughs> sometimes it's, yeah, it can be I a remember, uh, to, to interrupt your segment. For no, a no, that's fine. I remember a, a, a segment that I went to, or a, a gig that I went to one time, and um, it was screechy, loud, yes. grunge music. Yeah. Now, I'm sure in the right venue and yeah. with the right audience, it was actually quite yeah. entertaining. But right. I remember being right. jarred by it and thinking that's just not a right. blacksmith. No, thing, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. And this is something that, you know, we have to, we do tra- tap 25 and, and we communicate about you know like hey that was rough that's not the right scene for down here and Mm -hmm. trying to find like hey i want to give these guys a shot yeah let's find the right time and the place for it talks to the diversity of music that you're trying to achieve exactly and uh i i think that's awesome and thank you for giving you know everybody a chance yeah yeah um the corollary to that Uh what about the best the best experience, the best band. Can you think of the uh, the most easily? Easily, I will say. I mean, aside. I mean, there's there's the big no, draws um, and stuff. But I will say, and it's not any particular band, but the experience of Beatles Day at Black oh, Square yeah. is probably yeah. one of the most amazing things. Like that, and can I give credit where credit? Oh, is yeah, please, yeah, okay, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So Brian Cooper, huge shout out, man. That guy, he puts that thing together uh-huh. and he's done it, you know, that we've done five years. So this will be Beatles Day 6 coming up in 2020. It's the first Sunday in June. It kicks off the outdoor season. Right. Um, and he just kills it, you know, and yeah. organizes that whole thing and puts together the set list and, you know, and people I mean, that place is packed. No, it's a fun time. And it's so wonderful. And it just, it's the, you just get this community feeling out there. And again, you know, with the Beatles, like you're going to draw people from all ages. So, you know, it's, it's just a great event. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the expansion that is going to happen with the change in downtown? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we're very excited about that. And um, just to be completely upfront and transparent about this, like as as a small business, um, we are definitely in support of the city-approved downtown plan, Mm -hmm. which will be on the ballot in March. So everybody know that your small business people support the downtown plan. Um, I am also a board member with Livermore Shakespeare Festival, and we support the plan as well. So just want to get that out there. Um, So this idea is to have this, you know, boutique hotel that will be built right across from Swirl where the old speedy Jiffy or speedy lube was. Um, 
So that is planned for. They've got, you know, a contract with Presidio, the developer, to do that. Um, and then right now, as you if you haven't been down there in the last couple of days, they've just kind of blocked off everything. Whoops, sorry. Around um, Blacksmith Square, because that's where Stockman's Park is going. Right, and right. so that's the park to honor the Veterans and Stockman's Rodeo right. Association, right? And so that park is starting to break ground and have work done on it. Part of that park will be a science and society center, a black box theater where, again, more opportunity, another venue for, you know, especially a black box. Like right. that's where you really could get some cool experimental stuff, right, you know, right. music mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, and that's, other arts. That's yeah. the point of doing absolutely. something like some spoken words, some, you know, really cool things. Some Shakespeare, right? Exactly. Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Um, and then Blacksmith Square itself is going to expand. That is the plan. And so this year, probably, we think, um, that will start. The patio is supposed to get redone completely. We've put in our long wish list, which includes fire pits and hearts. A stage. A stage. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm happy. Shade, <laughs> a shade structure over the stage so we don't have to deal with these pop-ups and yeah. stuff. Hardscape furniture that doesn't get wrecked and drag around all over the place. Yes. You know, that will yeah. just have cushions that we replace every so often. Very nice. So yeah. that's, I mean, like I said, we have a long wish list, so we'll see what actually happens because it's not our money, but, you know, we uh, we definitely are really, really excited. I to personally see what am happens. too. I just yeah. think it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. hard to say exactly how it's going to play, play out, but I believe that one way or the other, um, the the downtown is just going to continue to grow absolutely. and be fantastic for all kinds of reasons, but especially right. for live music. That's absolutely for live music. Uh, I have to tell a quick story here. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, so Kevin in Rob's corner. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, right. Kevin. Kevin wanders in it. Sorry, Kevin, it's not your corner anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> well, you're part of the story, there's, though. There's two dunces. So... We played at Blacksmith Square a couple of times in 2006, I think. And it was very informal, right? We just, right. My, actually, it was my wife, <laughs> wandered into one of the, the businesses down there and said, these guys, you know, would like to play out. And they, and they booked us. Uh, the rose bed mm-hmm. that had, been, had just been planted and the roses weren't really there. I mean, there was just, you know, well, rose sticks, twigs, right? right. <laughs> and so the first couple of times we played there, we set up in the parking lot on the other side oh. of the rose bed yeah. just okay. to give yeah, more room right. on the brick surfaced courtyard right. for people to, to sit. And we were still, we've talked on this show a couple of times about band names and, and how hard it is to come up with one. But we talked seriously for a while about calling ourselves Behind the Roses. Oh, Behind the Roses. Because of that, right? So that's that's, that's my story. I had forgotten that. That's cute. See, aren't you so glad I wandered I'm into your corner? I'm glad you wandered into my corner. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, so so I got one more part of my segment that okay, I'm, that I'm going to do. I'm going to try this out. So again, okay. thank you for being he's, here. He's making me this scared. Is be, no, <laughs> no, no, this is going to no, be should be a one minute and I got a timer, oh, oh, no. lightning round. Oh, no. Okay. Oof. Okay. And, and just it, answer. You're not very competitive. Answer or whatever. <laughs> no, you're not competing with anybody. If oh, Rocco was here, you guys would be oh, there you we know, go. You yeah. know, arm wrestling over yeah. the things. But, uh, but we're going to take one minute, and I'm going to ask you some questions and just answer whatever comes into your mind. Okay. All right. Here we go. Texting or talking? Talking. All right. Favorite day of the week? Monday. Monday. That's the wrong answer. It's my, it's my favorite, Saturday. Favorite, favorite U.S. city besides Livermore? Boston. 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 Uh, nickname your parents called you? Speedy. Speedy? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Speedy Gonzalez. Yep. Well, you, you have to get back into that when we're out of my corner. Um, last song you downloaded? Ooh. 
I haven't downloaded any music in a while. Um, I think it was... No. Oh, you know what? It was uh, Shaky Graves tune tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. good answer. Yeah. Uh, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, favorite holiday? Ooh, uh, Christmas. How long does it take for you to get ready? Oh, not very long. About 15 minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah. A scale of one to 10. How good of a driver are you? 10. Everybody should answer that. Yeah. Okay. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is okay. <laughs> um, invisibility or super strength? Super strength. All right. And here we go. Last question. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? No. <laughs> I'm thinking what's in an animal cracker. I'm like, no. All a right. vegan, and yes. We, and we did butter it, in there. We did the lightning round in. And uh, over a minute. Over a minute. <laughs> my watch was buzzing my arm, but that's okay. And you said we should come back to the speedy thing. What you have it something? No, like. it just sounds like a great story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My so. dad called me Speedy Gonzalez because I was a little dancing oh, yeah. around. I was kind of crazy. Little kid. You do yeah. seem like you're a, yeah. an energy ball. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that was I me. It. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I want to follow up on a question that you were asking, but I'm uh, I I hope that there's people out there who are in bands that listen to the show or watch the mm -hmm. show. And so I would ask you as someone who's been involved with, with booking bands mm -hmm. for 10 years now, mm -hmm. like what advice would you give to bands when they're trying to get in, into venues? What should they do and what should they not do? Okay. I would say, I mean, I get it. You have to email to like get on the radar and stuff. It's hard, especially because we have kind of a, a, a stable of bands that yeah. one we know bring people out and and stuff so it's so it's hard and i do always try to like throw a couple new ones in the mix every mm -hmm. year and give you know like lucas sanchez finally got a gig this last year he's playing friday night um by the way and um lucas sanchez is fantastic he's by fantastic the way. Yeah. by the way um so anyways i so it's tough because i want to give everybody a chance but at the same time you know i will say something to bands that you know, being gracious and polite will get you a lot further than, you know, like the thank you, the follow up, the, mm -hmm. oh, if there's ever a chance, you know, just being, per when you show up, you know, not being difficult, <laughs> you know, there's some moody musicians out there, right, right, you no, know, no, and, and they I get a little prima donna. Yeah, what, like, what, are you don't, talk, what do you mean about that? Yeah, right. <laughs> don't do that. You know, <laughs> don't be a prima donna. I mean, come on, you know, this right. is a little venue in Livermore, California. Let's not <laughs> be crazy here, people. Right, yeah, you know? you're not playing the Fillmore here. You're not playing right? the, it's like, the, the Coliseum, already, yeah. You know, so we've, we've had to deal with a little bit of that. Um you know, it's it's a relationship. And I mean, I think that that's the thing that you have to realize is, you know, I'm a person and I get bombarded with musicians and I try, you know, especially like I'll try to reach out to new bands that have not played when I have like a last minute, you know, uh -huh. cancellation mm -hmm. or, you know, oh, it's a beautiful day in February. Let's get a band out. I'll reach out to some of those folks and say, here's your chance, you know, so, um, you know, that. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. I yeah. think that's I think that's yeah. really helpful. And I hope that Great. there's some people out there who are, are looking for ways to get into the I live know. music scene here a little more. That no, they need to hear that right. from people who are booking. They need to know, you exactly. know, what are the things to do and so, not to do. So one thing I'll say for like solo musicians, like somebody who's just got like a guitar and whatnot, like Wednesday night if it's nice, Thursday night if it's nice, 
bring it. We're not going to kick you out if you and I busk down at Blacksmith Square when there's oh, not music that's good booked. To know. Yeah. That's good for you know, people to know. Come on out. Like, we would love to have you, you know. And I mean, we've got uh, Brian Skinner's been doing like a regular thing on Wednesday nights right. inside at yeah. Swirl. And starting in January, I think he's going to start fo- turning that into more open mic type mm-hmm. thing. So if you want to come down and play a song or sing with him or whatever, you know, he'll back you up if he knows the song or figure it out. So, By the way, that's a good segue to something yeah. else I wanted to talk about real quickly was, I mean, we focused on Blacksmith Square here, right. but Swirl on the Square by itself is a live music venue, yes. as is Tap 25. Yes. Um, and so I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So we do, like I said, Brian's been playing on Wednesday nights. He's We're done through till January now because we've got the Shakespeare readings happening, right. um, the holiday readings at Swirl this this next month. Um, but on Friday nights and Saturday nights, both Tap 25 and Swirl have live music. Mm-hmm. Um, Taps is from 7 to 10. Ours is from 8 to 10. Um, Blacksmith Wine and Provisions is looking to start doing like a little acoustic spotlight potentially on Saturdays by starting in January. So again, solo musicians out there, you know, if you're looking for a little acoustic gig, like it's a teeny tiny little space, but you know, definitely. There's a lot of people who would love to just, yeah, just, you know, yeah, and that's becoming very popular too, to, to have those small acoustic, more acoustic, um, right. Uh, bands, probably. right? Something right. little, people. right? Yeah. Exactly, and and so our season basically works from um, May through October. All the music is outside, and the booking is shared between Top Twenty Five and myself and Swirl. Um, and so it's Friday night, the Saturday afternoon, the Saturday night, and the right. Sunday afternoon. Right. And so that's that whole six month period, and then from November through May. Actually, June. It's June through October. November through May is everything's inside. If we have a great day, like we've had since the beginning of November, (laughs) there's going to be bands outside on the patio if we can find someone last minute. Because we tend to look at the weather, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday and make the decision if we can get a band out there. Right. I have some relatives in Texas, by the way, who come out to visit us from time to time. And I I make a point of taking them out to places like Blacksmith Square on November 20th when it's right. beautiful, balmy, and tell right. them, you know, the thing I, I really don't like about Livermore is we only get 250 days a year like this. I know, right? right? <laughs> Anything only. to make them jealous, yeah. yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah, it is a struggle. Uh, and uh, by the way, um, you you had some comedians at Swirl, is that right? We did, we yeah. did, yes. Actually, the gal that was uh, managing our kitchen at the time kind of put that together because uh-huh. she had a friend. In, I think that's such a that. cool thing. It's- it was fun. It was, I don't know. It was it was received mixed reviews. Yeah. You know, I, I so mean, I, I, I think it's, it's tough. I mean, talk about it tough. And I think it's, we have, we have so much talented music and musicians out there. It's tough when with the comedy scene, like, man, it can be really good or really bad. Yeah. I, I speak and, from personal experience when yeah. I say it's, it's a hard gig. It's a really hard yeah. gig. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Because it's, it's more personal, right? I mean, right. Th- your comedy is either going right. to hit some people right. or not to right. be, to be general enough to be right. all inclusive of right. everybody at the venue yeah. is very hard. And I think one of the big differences is if yeah. you're a band, you can say, okay, well, we're just going to play Sweet Home Alabama now. Right. And everybody go, yeah. Right. I know, right. But oh. if you're a comedian, you're going to go, okay, I'm going to do the Lenny Bruce now. Right. Uh, get, and right. people are like, well, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple songs that I don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> uh, is that one of them? <laughs> that is, that's probably one of them. Yeah. Actually, a lot of bands don't even want to play that anymore. They're like, no. A, a lot of bands have a never playlist. Yes. Yes. And, and that, they really? should. It's a yeah. good thing. <laughs> that's it's on. A good thing. That's on what? it. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, we have one more game to play. Okay. This one's easier. Okay. This is called Bad Joke Pass Around. Oh, okay. So oh, how fun. I have I have the official Livermore Live music hat oh, nice. here. Nice. There we go. And I have... Uh, bad jokes. Bad jokes, right. Okay. And so we're just going to pass around and just grab one. And okay. you can either tell the joke or you can pass or you can take another joke or you can just tell a joke that you know. It's oh, I'm not going to tell a joke. Okay. I'll forget. I'll forget. These are cute. Okay. And that, that one's yours to keep, by the way. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, did you know that Beethoven hated chickens? No. Yes. All they say is bok, bok, bok. Bada bing. I don't blame him. Bada bing. <laughs> I mean, they uh, call these bad jokes for a reason. Actually, some people call them dad jokes. Dad Kevin, jokes. Kevin calls them Rob jokes. Yeah, there you go. I do. <laughs> that is a true fact. I'm, I'm going to take one from the middle. There because, you go. Because I, Man, these, these are, are stuck together. They're stuck did together, just, I know. just print them out? Yeah. I fancy. did, yes. Okay. Small mountains aren't just funny. They're hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. Do I get to keep this? You do get to keep I that. And then too. one more. Let's okay. see. What have I, what have I get here? That's cool. Oh, so Where's a ham, a ham sandwich. <laughs> I know, right? That's the sound effect. Yeah. A ham sandwich walks into a bar and the bartender says, hey, we don't serve food here. Uh, see, that's what I'm used to is the blank stares. And the yeah. blah, 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 blah. Man, leave it to Rob to pick the baddest of the bad joke pass around. <laughs> right. Uh, good. I like the Bach one. I know, the Bach, 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 Bach. Yeah, because it's a music joke. It is a music joke. So uh, what else is on the horizon for you? We've talked a little bit about the expansion mm-hmm. of uh, Blacksmith mm-hmm. Square, but um, Swirl, or and you you mentioned your plans. You're kind of looking over the horizon at, right. at uh, retirement. But what right. else uh, What else is out there that you're hoping or planning on uh, no. doing anything? I mean, I think the big stuff that's coming, you know, that we're really excited about is this, like, open mic style type thing on the Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll be really fun. Um Getting some music into wine, you know, blacksmith wine and provisions, you know, having that available over there. Um, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm looking forward to the day after this March election so that we can like put this thing to rest for once. Yeah. Please, just please, know what the plan is and, and get on. Be with able it, yeah. to move forward, right. you know, because yeah, we need. I mean, we've been promised, you know, this downtown for a long time. So. Right. And we've earned it. We've worked really hard. And and uh, I don't know about everybody in Livermore, but me, certainly. I'm so proud of our downtown mm-hmm. and what it is now and what it can become. Absolutely. And we're all just holding our breath, hoping that uh, that the great things continue to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit real quick. Uh, um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, tips and tricks for the website. Okay. So I wanted to mention, I have to pull my phone out and make sure I do this correctly. But for anybody who's out there that uses the website, um, if you didn't know this, I should have had this teed up ahead of time. Uh, when you call up a gig on the website, right? So you're looking at the gigs by date or gigs by venue or whatever, and you see a list of gigs. You, those are all hotspots. You can touch any one of those gigs, and that will pull up more information about that gig. Um, and in particular, if the band has a website, that will be highlighted in the pop-up, and you can nice. touch that and see the band's uh, website. So if you're looking for music and you say, well, but I'm not sure who XYZ band is, you can you can quickly get to their website and find out what they're about and see if you want to go see them. Speaking of... Yeah, that's great. Are you done? Uh, I was going to also mention, and the address of the venue is underlined, and you can touch that, and it will pull up a map of how to get there. Nice. So the little... Nice little feature. That tips is, and tricks. That yeah. is a tip and trick. I didn't know about you that. You know what? That, I didn't know. You could just... You could just yeah. touch that, yeah. Up. 
But I was going to ask, uh, you, you mentioned the Shakespeare readings. Uh, where yes. does one go to find out about that? Because ah, they would yes. not be on Livermore Live. They would no, not because they won't it's be. not Livermore Live right. Shakespeare readings. <laughs> it's the first. It's <laughs> the, maybe it should I, I be. See, thank you. Uh, thank I see, you. Uh, uh, business opportunity. No, that's up. great. Yeah. The, um, it's the first three Wednesdays of the month. There's two performances each day. And um, it's a ticketed event. And you can get those at LivermoreShakes.org. Excellent. Okay. LivermoreShakes.org. You can get those tickets. And they are selling out. And they will sell out. So if you're thinking about it, think Do no, it now. Think no more. Don't wait. Yes, exactly. And I will say that was I was um, telling Rob this when we were just chatting that, you know, I use this site because when I'm booking a last minute gig, this saves this saves me time because I can look and see who's not booked on a particular, on a particular time. Day, right. Who I know, who I can check out and be like, hey, you know, let's get you down here, you know, in the afternoon because we've got such a nice day. And it's also really nice. I have to say thank you because we um, we get a lot of phone calls and we get like a couple people in particular. They want us to rattle off like all the live music in Livermore. And I'm like, oh, now I can tell them to go here. Here's the answer. You do not need to call Swirl to find out who's playing at. Myriad as well. Well, back at you. And by the way, I'll mention, so we get emails from time to time. People email info at LivermoreLiveMusic.com. And they're, they're bands and they're, they're like, how do we get booked? How do right. we get into Livermore? And what I tell them, and I hope as a venue, I hope this is yes. okay. But what I tell them is go look at the website yes. and sort of see who's playing where. Find out what bands are sort of similar to you. Okay. And, and like find out what venues they're playing at. And then there's a whole other section to the website called Contacts. And mm-hmm. there's a contacts by venue thing that you can find really easily that will give you the email address if there is one and Mm -hmm. the contact page if there is one for the venue. And I tell them that's how you get in touch with the venues. So I'm adding to your burden by directing fans. It's okay. Because, you know, you never know. I mean, the more the merrier. Right. Right. And there's times when you find someone, you know, brand new that like, who knew that this amazing talent was out there? Well, uh, right. And you have to keep doing it. Well, you mentioned Lucas Sanchez, but he's an excellent example, right? Right. Um, I mean, Lucas has been around for a while and and the musicians know him, but he's, emerged as this mega player recently right. and uh, that's because he found a few places to play right. and, and he's so good and all of a sudden right. he's super popular yeah. i know now he's playing everywhere right and if everybody if everybody just crossed their arms and said no i never heard of you before you can't play here right. then he wouldn't have the opportunity to shine like he does exactly yeah. exactly um Great. last word is yes. there anything else that you wanted to talk about questions we should have asked you or just uh, so. people you wanted to mention things to get on the Get on the table. Uh, real quickly, can yeah. we go around and, and just make sure we we shout out to yes. uh, the other businesses at Blacksmith yes. Square? So we've mentioned Blacksmith Square so, Wine and Provisions a couple times. Yep, Wine and Provisions, Tap 25. Right. So that's the 25 rotating handles of craft beer right. swirl where you've got your wine and your tapas and other kinds of food right. and then there's the vault which is a little women's boutique for right. cute gifts and stuff and that's where the old victory my wife loves it by it's the way. Yeah. really cute reasonably priced great yeah. little boutique shop yep. there yeah so. it's just a wonderful area yeah. that's so who's there make... now and who know, knows it's... who knows who's going to be our neighbor next you week know? right yeah we're excited who's in where john christopher was Is that's that... blacksmith wine and provisions okay mm-hmm. that's what i thought yeah i wasn't sure yeah and the focus of that, I guess that's something that I, w- I would want to promote, is that um, it's all Livermore wines. It's a, a flight of four wines. It changes weekly, mm-hmm. Friday nights. There's always a meet the winemaker or some staff members from that particular winery. And, and so it's a good place to like kind of kick off your Livermore wine tasting Experience. So much to do in that one little square. I know. Yeah. Well, I, but, which was the, the original plan going back, yeah. and it's all sort of coming to pass as we talk. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Stephanie, thank you so much for taking the time yes, to come down you. and talk you are with welcome. us. welcome. It was really, really fun. It, really informative. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, John, Doug, again, as always, thank you guys so much here at Advanced Creative for uh, having us and for making us look good and making us sound good. We really appreciate it. Um, if you're not out listening to live music in Livermore, you should be. It's an incredible scene that's going on. There's so much of it. Check out LivermoreLiveMusic.com. Come down and see a band sometime soon. At thank Black you so Smith. much. Great. Yeah, thank at Blacksmith you. or someplace else. Yes. Right? All right. Thank, thank you so much. You.